0: Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, about to get started up in the coming weeks here. And Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online so online today take advantage of all the great mid-season bonuses offers and content bet online your online sportsbook experts use the code clns50 when you go to betonline.ag once again betonline.ag code clns50 to get you 50 percent off your initial deposit all right welcome in garden report back-to-back nights it's an exhausting schedule that they're putting us through but we're gonna make it i think right we're gonna be all right <laughs> You actually sounded a little serious there. I actually believe you for it.
1: <laughs> Usually your tones are like, you know, you're selling it as best as you can, but it's just not
0: landing. But that one.
1: You
2: thought so? Are-
0: okay. I did my oh. best. So, <laughs> uh, is
2: back in Boston.
0: Yeah. Um, so, uh, that's it. Uh, hitting the road for four. This was it. This was expected to be an easy win. It was an easy win. That was good. I guess, you know, everyone's going to ask, what can you take out of a game like this? Uh, when they play a depleted team uh, that, you know, you fully expect to win uh, the game. I I, I guess I'm pretty happy that they can blow teams out, you know, because we were talking about it's going to be hard to walk in any building right now and just win in the Eastern Conference. There's a lot more competition. And is this team good enough to just be able to just show up and win? And they did more than just show up. They played well. But, I mean, this was over extremely early, and that was definitely encouraging.
1: Yeah, I think it was also very important for them to do that because it was the second night of a back to back, right, away and home. Yep. You know, for a long time since they have done something like that. Brad Stevens talked about how much he enjoyed those extra days in the city when you are playing on those second. Like he's he loves the whole, uh, you know, two two games in one city, uh, four get yep. in, you know two days in four and uh, two games in four days, and now that challenge, you know, you see that they're able to succeed. And obviously the three pointers went a long way, but man, when they're falling, I know it's all. Basically, when you say that, but when they're falling, you just really see how they can demoralize the team. And then the D picks up. It almost like it, it triggers people to defend even at a higher level. And that's exactly what we saw from Jalen Brown. Man, what a first half. Incredible. 26 points. He ends up with 42 career high. I mean, what he's able to do, we know what he's able to do in transition, but I love when he's going in the half-court set, down the middle, slicing through defenders. I mean, that's the Jalen that makes you think, wait a minute, this guy can really, really be explosive, can be dangerous, sort of, you know, reach that plateau when you're like, wait a minute. No team can stop this because Jalen Brown's already efficient on his own. You know, like, in a regular shooting night, he's not bad when it comes to shooting anywhere between 40 to 50%, let's say, right? It, it's very rare you see Jalen go below that. So when he's really on, he's really on. And for Jason Tatum to sort of, you know, let him do his thing, and I don't mean that as in like he allowed this to happen, but you know what I mean, like to see those two sort of blend together. Yeah. You know, both got it going from behind the arc. The chemistry obviously looked great. Everyone was in the fold. He was also being a playmaker as well, looking for guys, getting guys open looks. I mean, it was it was inc- it was great. It was great battle. Exactly what you want to see from Jalen Brown. Yeah, it was against the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, John Morant didn't play. I mean, this team did just beat the 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 uh the the Brooklyn Nets when Karis Levert was really cooking, you know, and, and I thought that, that was a that was a good display of what they can do at least defensively. And obviously you knew the Celtics were favored in this one, but I just thought the Celtics didn't they didn't let up. You know, typically we've seen this so many times where they they give up a big lead and they come right back and then and then crush a team in the second half. No, it was solid throughout.
2: Yeah, yeah, we're talking with, with Brown right now. We're talking about the most efficient player in the NBA through five games and doing it at every level. He's got the production at the rim. He's about a fifty-five percent shooter from mid-range right now, and from the three, he's pushing back above thirty uh, percent there now with the seven to ten night. So he's he he can hit shots at every level. This is like the peak of Jalen Brown's potential that I think we possibly could have imagined when he got drafted that year. A guy that can handle, and create his own shot produce for others <laughs> as he did tonight, the great full court pass to Tatum that he had there. And he, the defense is a given with him. So all of a sudden we're asking, yeah. does this guy have, you know, second team all NBA Tatum level production in him? I mean, I never ruled out the fact yeah. of him at least matching Tatum's ability. Yeah. But you know, forget this game. It's the Grizzlies, 42 against them doesn't mean much. But if we're looking at the whole package this year, a bunch against a bunch of different types of defenses, Indiana especially, he's not able to be stopped right now and the efficiency is just mind-blowing.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. When we were talking a little last game, and hi Jimmy. Right. Hey. Um yeah, what's up, Jimmy? But, yeah, but Bobby, people sleep on it though. We, we no, were talking a little bit last game now. about Jalen, and I think people in the I've comments took, took it as if we were being negative, and we weren't. What we were saying was, it's amazing how Jalen just had 20 points and it looked like he barely touched the ball. His usage was so low last game, and that's how efficient he's been. And, and that's what I, at times you're like, why isn't the ball in his hands more? Because if he can play this efficiently. I mean, this is ridiculous. You're not going to shoot the lights out like this. But the game looks so slow for him right now. He's just so comfortable when he gets it. in. And sure, he's had a few dribble off the knee moments. But I mean, geez, these guys are still pretty rusty with no training camp he's able to get into traffic and into places and get wherever he wants on the court, just really smooth and slow. The upfakes, getting the shot off when he does drive and not just going up wild and trying to just yoke it on everybody. He he, (laughs) He used to do that a lot. Right, a lot. And now you see how many times has he gone into somebody's body, gotten them back, get them to to go up a little and he just waits on it and the patience Mm -hmm. and he lays it up and in. So many of those things. And the jumper is just, it looks so Freaking good! That mid range
2: is beautiful. It's
0: unbelievable, and the space he's able to create, he gets in the lane, and he can just get that little jumper if he wants it almost any time. So, but uh, it's amazing
1: schedule, though, right? I mean, let's think about it. He's continued to progress his game year after year. I mean, this is the next step,
0: right? But that's what we talked about last last year. year. Last year, he took two steps in 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 season. You know, one to start the season, and then another. You know, so that's. He's almost, and, and then we were worried about that, right? Let, let, let's let Jimmy jump in here, but we were a little worried, Jimmy, that like, not worried, but yeah, know, I wasn't worried, man. The That's a lot of based around in, getting into this one. You know, I was, I was like, wait a minute, he's gonna he's gonna go off against yeah. the Grizzlies. But the whole season, the whole offseason off we're talking about, you need Tatum and Jalen to take a big leap with Hayward gone and Kemba slow in order for this team to get to another level. And we were worried that, like, how much of a leap can they take? They've only had, like, a month off. You know, they're going to be the same guys we saw. And, again, I, I don't know what you see after five games here, Jimmy, but, uh, you know, it looks like Jalen has again taken another leap.
3: Yeah, so I got I to gotta apologize for being a couple minutes late. The reason I – I, I actually Apology, shower. Cam. I had to, I I to hop in the shower after that game because Jalen Brown had me sweating bullet. I mean, he had me sweating the, the shots he was hitting, the drives, the threes. I mean, I was drenched. <laughs> so I had to shower off real quick before I got on, before I got on set <laughs> here. Um, <laughs> so, um, but listen, I mean, and I, I hinted at this last show last night, I threw it in there towards the end of the show after another, what I thought was a solid Jalen Brown performance. I was like, and I I don't want to pit these two guys against each other because that's not what it's all about. Like John said, you need them both. You need them both to be even better than they are now because of what we're seeing from the other 12 guys. You just sort of mentioned this
1: though. Yeah, you did.
3: But I casually said, who would you rather go to war with? Who would you rather (laughs) go to war with right now? Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum? And this is what I said last night. I'm not saying it now because he just had a career high night. And uh, again, I know Jason Tatum's going to have his nights too. But Jalen Brown's just showed me something since the bubble where it's like this guy like checks off almost every box when it comes to like leadership, intangibles on the court, off the court, right? outside shot, skill, he's improved his ball handling, his defense has been more than, you know, above average, it's been great. Um, he can play multiple positions, right? I mean, and that's not, again, it's not a slight at Jason Tatum. It's, it's not pitting them against each other, but it's just like. You can see the leaps and bounds that Jay- that Jalen Brown has taken here. And I will never forget draft night. I was in the TD Garden. We were doing a version of this, the Garden Report. You can probably find it on YouTube somewhere. It was me, Jared Weiss, and uh, Kevin, o- Kevin, O'Con- Kevin O'Connor from The Ringer. And this was before The Ringer happened. Kevin really Kevin.
2: liked Jalen, didn't he?
3: He loved him. And we all-, we all loved him. Me, Jared, and Kevin loved him. But the garden, and it was all suits they were, there. It they, was were, all, you know, they were
1: so mad, like
3: crazy, yeah, and it was too. Yeah. It was too bad. But I, they weren't really booing because it was Jalen. They were booing because they wanted fireworks. They mm-hmm. wanted a trade. They wanted, you know, they they didn't. They
0: weren't it, so was, the, yeah. it was the drop because it was the Simmons Ingram right. draft, and yeah. just right. getting the three pick was such a gut punch because you knew there was a drop off there, and yeah. there was you wanted to swing the pick for a player. Or, and Jalen was the one where they were trying to talk us into him it and felt like, like,
3: they were settling for him. But like, I think yeah. Danny Ainge really did like him. And there was,
2: you, but and, you and,
0: saw him in, in the tournament with Cal, he looked, he'd be just, you could barely yeah, he, notice him. you like, he came right. in with not a lot of shine.
2: Yeah. He, right. he didn't and have a, he didn't have a great college year. And uh, the, yeah. the high school. Uh, okay, hold on, Bobby real quick, but Jimmy, you guys were high on him then
3: we we liked the pick we weren't like oh they gotta go out and get him but we we were totally fine with that pick like we saw the upside we i mean people were using the fact that he wasn't just like only about basketball like the like the story on Jalen brown coming in the nba was that like you know it's no surprises like how this type of guy is how he's interested in politics social justice things off the basketball court like that was almost used as like a knock against like oh well this guy he might not even really. Remember when did you care about
0: basketball enough?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like exactly. We
3: were like, dude, yeah. yeah. It's like the, the Josh
0: well. Rosen thing. But see the that, way yeah, I thought it was. Yeah,
3: well, that yeah. didn't work out for Josh Rosen. But the no, but I mean, I mean let's though. just
0: be thankful they didn't take Dragon Bender. I was the Jamal Murray guy that draft, uh, which would have been good too. Because he was I mean, a polished right. scorer, and I loved that. Um, right. But Both, my God, I felt like we were going to take Bender, and oh boy, would not have been something, you know? I always,
1: I always yeah. thought because of his body, size because pick, of the upside right? he had on defense that they were going to pick Jalen, right? I mean, like well, after, Danny wanted to wing, after, you know, so you know a too, like the, yeah. the, you saw the sort of like he's a Brad guy, like he can he can get it done on <laughs> the defensive end because of his athleticism and.
0: I thought it was a force because we wanted the athletic wing so bad. I thought Danny wanted that athletic wing so bad that he's like, that's the best one out there. I'm taking him regardless. And exactly. it was, it felt like a force then, you know? Right. Yeah, you I, try- I can see that. Yeah. And it I did for a couple that. of years but as a subject where you're like, this guy lacks polish. Like, is this guy ever going to get there? For a couple of years, you're like – good he's he's a nice little athlete but he's sloppy you know like I I never saw this level of progression I didn't think his ceiling would be this high everyone was saying just wait just wait he'll get better he'll get better I'm like I don't I didn't see it in the early going I don't well, know if that, you guys did that
2: first year was tough when he got yeah. buried behind Jay Crowder and all the different wings that they had Ooh. on that team I think Gerald Green was even above him in that rotation uh, so what's
3: well, John's favorite
2: the the key for him was that first year <laughs> 2018 where he got he boosted above Hayward with that injury Crowder got traded in the uh, Kyrie trade and all of a sudden by playoff time he was in a frontman position this team and that run especially that Philly series that he had where uh, he hurt the hamstring and come came back and was scoring 20 points every game uh, using the lethal transition game to his advantage and starting with defense I mean he just became such a polished hardened defender in this league from the earliest days and didn't worry too much about about the offensive game you know let some of the other guys like Isaiah handle that initially and um, you know uh, Terry Roger and others that second year so he mastered that into the floor and used the transition game that uh, I open up his offense and now you know, you saw in that third year he started adding the dribbles and that Rising Stars game. And, like, every single year he just pieces it together one by one. Like, there's such, like, a small steps progression with him where yeah. he wasn't trying to, you know, focus on everything or the shot too much right away. He was just kind of building it up piece by piece. And it's been a great way for him to get to this point. And, like, I I listen a good – it all ones.
0: culminated in a fifth-place finish for Team USA. <laughs> Well, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do this to Jeff. I, I don't know how you went through that whole resume without mentioning <laughs> Team USA. Well, <laughs> I thought for, for sure you were gonna come back to that.
1: He I only would...
3: mentions Team USA when Miles Turner's in the
2: conversation. Well, Miles Turner, pulled yeah, the he'll dog. bring him
0: over. Yeah, bring that team up quick. Just
2: it's yeah, just yeah, real
0: Miles Turner, not to laud the uh, accomplishments of anyone else. I
2: right. want to do this to Jeff Goodman too, because the the story's not over for this year. But he came out on this network and was like, "This guy's not a number two. I don't know if he can get Bobby's it done." Bobby's not number gonna two. forget this. We, well, he did it last year, a year yeah, ago, a year going ago. Going he, he did yeah. it last year, but without the pressure
0: of being a two. It's a different game. What I think it was yeah. was without the Kemba yeah, yeah. crutch. Cause like, look at it the last year, there was no pressure for anybody to be a two really yeah. at any point in time. Cause one of four players on the court at any point in time could score 30 points. So you could have the off night or defer or not like, you know, not be in the flow of things or not, your shots just not falling. And it mm-hmm. didn't matter. But now you can't, like, there can't be yeah. too many Jalen off nights or Jason off nights because the rest of the offense will have a hard time uh, if those guys are struggling or one of the two. You could struggle last year. So I think that's what Jeff was trying to say to play devil's advocate there that um, the pressure is it's on you now. You've got to yeah. be a 1A all the time you can't have these games where you you know
2: yeah fair enough like that's
0: the story that's the narrative like, you, you have know. to be the guy right. I think that's what Jeff was saying I think, I think he's you would be ready be. to just take it and go you know so, to be to be the McCollum to the dame you know like that right. kind of like the one in the 1a sort of thing
2: yeah I'm and He's oh, wow. fortunate. He's fortunate that he's not in that Tatum position where he has to facilitate all game long. Like you know, we're gonna do the Tatum Brown thing all year long. But you do have to give Tatum the credit for jumping on the ball as much as he does, creating for the offense as consistently as he has to do. And we've seen him go through his ups and downs earlier this year in that role. Uh, it allows Brown to kind of you know go one on one on the sidelines and get some of those isolation tries that he does. So you put it all in context here. But I want to give credit to Marcus Smart. Um, Because what did we say all postseason? Is Brown ever going to be able to get past Smart shooting? Like, is he ever going to have the ball in his hands enough to reach this level? I think you got to credit Smart and the seat back that he's taken early this year to allow Brown to get to that uh, position. Like, Smart, minus a couple of threes tonight through five games, has not been his usual assertive, aggressive self. He's focused more on setting the Jays up. And now they're the indisputable ones and twos on this team. And it happened so much faster than I think we could have expected.
0: Yeah. And he, again, his he's letting his, uh, Smart's letting his offense come into the flow. He had the couple of back-to-back threes there and then that, the heat check. But he did chuck nine threes tonight. Um It was kind of a loose game, but you're right. Uh, he's taken. We were worried that he was that was going to be an every night occurrence today. He was a little bit shooty, um, yeah, but we that's fine. Four
3: John. for nine, nine though. I mean, he's fine,
0: it was, nine was, nine was were effective, were he was efficient.
1: I don't know if all nine were chucked. I don't know, Joe. Yeah, he was catching
2: and shooting in the corners. On it was all within that. the, flow. Yeah, within were on the flow. I like it.
0: Yeah. I, I, like, cool. I like the way Marcus played tonight. Um, as far as the uh. Uh, the Jalen thing again, just to put a bow on it, uh, phenomenal game. I, it's, it it is great when you have the Tatum Brown debate and it's just which one of these guys is the awesomest player, you know, (laughs) instead of, instead of worrying that one's not carrying the water or not living up to number two hype or Tatum not living up to number one hype. He didn't have a monster stat line. I loved Tatum tonight. Everything was in flow. It was such an easy twenty-one minutes. He got buckets right. when he needed them, when he wanted them. He facilitated. Uh, he he was a pl- to plus twenty-nine in like twenty-one minutes. He was just he was everything was. We were talking about it on our text chain before. I love these last two games that he's not just holding the ball, dribble, 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 setting up for that kind of pull-up. He is getting it and being decisive. with As soon as he gets the ball in his hands, I'm going to go. I'm going to shoot. I'm going to pass. I'm going to do something. But he's not fiddling with it as much. And I thought and tonight he was – I thought he was awesome. Again – Oh, clearly outshined by Brown, but a really efficient game coming off of last game where he clearly changed we talked about that he changed his approach. He came out in the post game and he said I changed my approach and he took a lot of that to heart. I'm settling for shots i'm I, I'm taking the easy way out and the last two games I thought he's been awesome,
3: and it goes back to what we were saying like after I think it was game two or one of the one of the commenters was like, everything just looks harder for for Smart and, and Brand, I mean, for, not, for um, Tatum and Brown. It's like they just make things look difficult for themselves out there, but it's like it's been a sort of a different story the last couple of nights. Um, you know, you don't really – you haven't get that impression, certainly not by watching Brown. And, and like you said, John, everything looked kind of like in the flow, looked easy for him tonight. He wasn't forcing things. When you can have like a quiet night and still have that type of production, that's when you know that like you're really starting to get a good feel for the game and, and you're comfortable out there.
0: Yeah. Um, so we are, it was our stated goal last night to not go super duper long. There's a million of these games, so we're not going to go super long. I want to move the conversation along here, unless anyone's got a final thought on, 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 on Jalen. Uh, uh, I just
1: want to say one, one quick thing. Um, I think his shot is what changed, obviously, right? I think I think <laughs> defenses to come out and guard him, like that's what changed everything, guys. That's what opened up his offense. and i think
0: but that I had happened that, two years ago. All of a sudden, he showed up, and we're like, "Wow, he can shoot!" You know, like that's that was the first step. Yeah, but that's the what like, the offense, his offense, opened up. That's how yeah. he grew. Then the handle came last year, and now everything's really, you know. Yeah, but now right. different, John.
1: Now the bubble, you know, the leadership. I think is on a different level now. I mean, one. It started with the investment, the initial. And no
0: one's in his way. Extension.
1: I think that was sort of like, okay, boom, you guys are invested in me. It's not a question mark yeah. anymore. I'm here to stay. That was that was huge for his for his mindset. And yeah. then the bubble. I, I think, yeah, the, the political stuff off the court. Sure, he's a leader in the in the entire association as a whole. But I also think that when push comes to shove, I mean, I, I love that question that Jimmy asked last night. You know, who do you rather go to war with? I think he's the guy that's more likely to get into someone's
0: face compared to Tatum. You know, maybe I'm wrong, but. Maybe, I, I but Tatum's just he, an assassin on offense, you know? He's so. A bit like, more
1: fiery, though. You need someone like that, though. Someone that people respect. Yeah. But Tatum Not just. Like, Tatum just. Matter matter
0: Barking orders, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Tatum, and, and, has, Tatum has that hardened gene where he, the the way he scores on you literally just takes your manhood away, you know? And it's so demoralizing because you're like, I can't, what am I going to do? You know, like he just shot <laughs> it right in my friggin' face, you know? Like, and so that in its own really does, it is a, the, yeah. that killer thing. really, but you know what, really championship team
1: needs. You need yeah. someone to get in your face, you know? Yeah. And like, I just want
3: to, you wanna wanna, know, one, all the truth. Well, I just want to, cr- clear up my thing like the whole when i say like go to war with somebody i don't mean like actual violence like going to war and like battling out. i mean like who do you think going to definitely have your yeah. back and like who's going to show up and who's going to fight for you and who's going to like you know he's be the, consistent he, he, exactly he, he, you know what i'm that to
2: me too i mean say say this team ever ended up in that nba finals last year against that team i mean he this is like this is the guy who would have been going against anthony davis in the post and you're talking about playing up to bigger uh stronger players i've like, been tough to see His defense. (laughs) Hey, they won that game. They won that game in January. Off that, and they played that team tough last year. And that's why I felt pretty good about that matchup. If they got there, was the defense he brings? Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. No, I meant actual.
2: You meant violence.
3: Like, who's gonna show up with a sword?
2: I mean, like,
3: you know, who's gonna have my
0: back? Yeah, like who's gonna
1: you no, know? No, like I mean from the more shot,
3: metaphorically like... speaking. More metaphorically speaking, but to your point, yeah. I mean, I think who's the Cedric grab... Maxwell
0: get on my back, boy, sort of guy? You mean you know, like
3: yeah, exactly that kind of thing. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Oh. just like that. Sure, oh, but I didn't but, that way. but well, Joe right. Sway's point still stands. He meant but, violence. I mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Sway's point still stands. My only, la- my last thing. I, I think two things. But you think meant violence. LeBron- Jalen Brown grew up the bottom line. I think Jay, not saying he was immature, but he, he just grew up to another level. I think like that time away in the bubble where everything going on off the court, I think that that may have like taken him to another level. And I think I'm not going to hop on this, but I think, I don't think Kyrie was great for his game and Kyrie leaving and Jalen Brown sort of ascending at a similar time here. Maybe that had something to do with it too.
0: Last and last thing I'll say, so much was made about Gordon Hayward's departure as being for Gordon. Um, you know, like he wanted to do that so he could be free and he could shoot and he could do whatever. And it's obviously working for him and Charlotte individually um, as he has more freedom to kind of be that guy. But again, it might be working for Jalen too, because it's another person yeah. who doesn't have to worry about sharing with as much, you know, there's, it goes both ways there, which when, you know, talking about the Goodman, can he be a number two thing? Part of it is Almost knowing that you have to be, and now that he, you know, he now that he knows it, uh, he can just do it freely without any. You can take twenty-one shots and and have mm-hmm. Tatum not take them, you know, and that's fine yeah. in a game like this, you know. He's getting right into it too, you know, yeah.
1: early in the season. Like this is sort of like I, I, I was hoping to see that against the Memphis Grizzlies that you sort of saw the the momentum building up, and, and I think after that big show, uh, after what happened in Indiana, this was the, the the perfect example for him to come out, and of course, Jason Tatum to maybe take a little bit of a setback be more of a playmaker, you know, Memphis Grizzlies now, you know, <laughs> let Jalen shine a bit. And, and, uh, those two played off each other, you know, on, on a different level.
0: Yeah. Know? All right. Let me, let me move on here. Um, cause I do want to talk about it. Um, second straight night now, Rob Williams, you know, we are some clamoring for him to start. Um, I didn't think that was going to happen, but with Thompson out, it made sense. They weren't going to go with a too big lineup. They started Teague. We even theorized maybe Pritchard should have started. Teague, again, played a good game. Bobby's going to have to apologize for that in a little bit. Um, <laughs> what do you have?
2: couple shots? Every time right? Teague I mean, goes 10 plus. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look at this. I mean, he what are nice we talking team. about here? But we're not talking about Teague. I'm just kidding. He's um, probably
0: about to pull out
1: the shot chart right he four,
0: now.
2: He had four points.
0: He I was know. feisty. He was feisty. <laughs> um, So Rob Williams, four steals again, insanely efficient minutes again. And it's now it's literally everything. I mean, short of a jumper, which he doesn't have, even though when he does take it, his form looks perfectly fine when he's forced to and his free throw stroke looks actually pretty good. But – Again, the playmaking is unreal for this guy uh, on offense. And again, Tapa was something. all of it, there's so many, he had so many almost assists tonight uh, as well. He was, he just has great vision. He's such an asset and everyone's talking about, you know, uh, I mean, right now there's a real conversation to be had. There's two conversations to be had. We're going to start with one. MVP. Is he the best player in the league? <laughs> Question right, 1. No. Start there. <laughs> no, for real. But question 1, uh, again, we we've always we said at the beginning it's going to be a matchup specific sort of thing with these guys depending on who's out there. I don't know that that's the case anymore. Tell me a situation where you don't feel like Rob Williams can be on the floor right now.
3: Well, Anthony Davis was one that Bobby mentioned earlier.
2: Well, yeah, you who know, should obviously. be on the floor against Anthony Davis? Kidding, but. <laughs> Probably not, like You're still going to bulky... have those bigger, bulkier opponents. You know, Joel Embiid, you'd rather not have him get isolated on him. I know, and, and that, that happened in, in the playoffs, spot. right. Yeah, so like there's a few, but you're right. If you have him with the starters, with the regulars on this team who can help him out on the defensive end uh, when he needs it and, of course, empower him on offense, it also goes back the other way. We talked about this last night, the secondary passing, uh, the diving to the rim. Uh, What they keep talking about on the broadcast tonight, and Stevens keeps saying it, the uh, vertical gravity. Gravity, yep. He pulls the guys back toward the rim because – gravity. it's it's like the opposite of new the three stat. point gravity.
3: You're gonna yeah, basketball so was, nerds with the new stat. No, they gravity love it. Pulled. Well, well this is what I thought. Game.
2: This is what I thought about last year too, with that team that was so pull-up happy. If you had this guy diving off all those pull-ups, like it's just basket after basket for him easily because of how efficient he is, how high above the rim he gets. It's just the one thing that's still missing is that switching uh, the perimeter play, getting out right. on shooters. That can devastate yeah. you. The way games yeah. swing on threes, I still see why Brad has that little bit of hesitancy with him there. But, but it's every, you're right. Yeah, everything else is and, there.
0: And the term Jimmy is roll gravity. The kids love it. Okay,
2: <laughs> roll gravity. Heard that? Yeah, yeah. It, it just Why
0: <laughs> we uh, have the
3: league leaders by tom- By tomorrow's.
0: we'll oh, have it. It'll be everywhere. <laughs> it's gonna be the most. But I mean, basically, it's just you're so. You're so concerned he the same way a shooter will draw attention on the floor he's gonna draw it because everybody's freaking out when he's rolling because no one wants to get no one wants to get it thrown down and you have to account for it you're not gonna you're running that role with grant williams there's no fear you run it with rob whoa. williams everyone's like whoa and everybody's got to worry and it does you can see the defense start to tense up every single time they run the high pick and roll and he starts to move it does kind of draw a lot of attention you saw a few times tonight where it was kind of packed in because everyone's like Uh uh-oh, they're going up and over me here. And his ability to just go up and get it and just friggin' ram it down, you know, nobody wants to be in that position. So it does uh, open things up there and it does kind of, it causes the defense to react.
3: The poster effect like you said nobody wants to be on the other end of that now there's too much social media they don't want to end up on house of highlights the next morning no. all of a sudden everyone's <laughs> tagging them in the
1: post and all it's so true sometimes you run out of the there. Is. you don't want to be you on the highlight yeah
3: you didn't have to worry but, about that you just you just have to worry about that one photog in the corner who got the right who got the right picture <laughs> now it's showing up on every social media account everyone's twitter account Sports Center top 10. I mean, you're just, yeah, you're the laughing stock of the league for the rest of the day. John, you did break a rule that you made before the show. You said you weren't going to mention Grant Williams' name, but you did. I did. So now we have to talk I about it for 10 so yeah, minutes. We're,
2: we're, we're, we're going to stick on Rob. <laughs> it is amazing how these guys flip back and forth. And I think that's going to be the story of the position a little bit this year. I thought Daniel Tice was great tonight, too. And he, all of a sudden, he gained some favor there at that center spot. I don't think they're going to start, Rob, because I don't don't think he has the trust for those extended minutes yet, but I I make the argument because, and you've said this, John, too, coming out of the offseason, how is he going to practice the rotations? How is he going to make the mistakes and learn from those on the defensive end? It's like, you know, you get your practice time, but the only way he's really going to reach a high level doing that is getting extended run. Like, even tonight, you know, 22 minutes, that's a lot for what he's had in the past, but you know, could he push even close to the 30 minutes in certain situations? When Tice got hurt early in the game tonight, I was like, here we go. It's going to be that 30-minute night, uh, night for Rob. But, you know, he still doesn't quite get there with the ball. Yeah, but, well, well, he he he's got to get
1: those NBA minutes in, you know. The, those reps, I think, are going to take some time, maybe a couple of months or so, you know, because he he's – Well, now's like, the time he, to do it. Like, why not? What else been, what, no, no, I'm saying, like, in, in the bubble. Let's think about it. Like, yeah, he was in – he was dressed in he was was the, the, situations, but he never, he never clocked in these kind of minutes. It I would was trying to it become, the, bubble, become yeah. the norm. But he's got to sort of work his way up there a bit. And obviously, he's going to be in the fold. There's no one there that's going to take Robert's minutes away from him. You know, It's not one of those situations where Tice is taking it away. It's more as how much is Brad going to divvy up? Because at this point, obviously, he just – sometimes I think the, the new rule change that wasn't announced is going to really hurt Tice. It, it hurts his value. I mean, John, you you See joked it? about half yeah. of uh, Tato's points. You know, what's going to happen now without those screens? But I don't know. I mean, it's a huge loss
0: to, to Tice's – it's, games it's, or what he's able to do that that's that was his thing it's not just that it's almost like it's again you have players who you know you, you have certain players who have the potential to be the thing you want on this team and Rob Williams is one of those guys whether he gets there or not you don't know you know that's why I mentioned like Langford or Neesmith or these guys they have the potential to be the guys you want but they've got to get Better somehow. And with Williams, I think we're at the point where it's he does enough well where it's okay for him to make mistakes on the fly. Yeah. It's okay. You can, before you were so worried, and Brad clearly was. The fact that, I mean, a month, a couple of months ago, he sat him for an entire playoff series because he was so petrified to have him play a single minute in, you know, because oh, yeah. of the matchup. Uh, and now you're going to play him 20, 22 minutes a night when you have an, an extra competent big in Tristan Thompson there shows how much more trust Brad has in him now Um, and again it's I I just think you have to let him kind of learn on the fly a little bit I understand a person like Neesmith he's going to mess up the defensive rotations he's just not ready yet yeah, sure, fine. He's going to
2: – And he has four years. You know, Rob has two years left, and they're under two years now. Like, yeah. Let's get it rolling. Like, He's not going to be here forever. They, exactly. they don't have the advantage so of him being – I do want to the- ask him.
0: question two like, of my Rob Williams like, conversation. Go, like, just just go one
3: thing I, I like when you mentioned Tristan Thompson as well. I like what Trin- Tristan Thompson should be able to do for Rob Williams. I mean just whether yeah. it's a practice, film, just talking, sitting on the bus, wherever they are on the plane. I mean, pick that There's guy's brain. He's, play, he's played with the greatest player of all time. Uh, he's, you know, he's he's got a lot of information, I'm sure, to give on positioning and r- rotations and just things to look for. So, I mean, hopefully that's right that's going to be a huge help for him too. But yeah, we are yeah, seeing see. a big. I saw difference,
1: your uh, I saw your special birthday post to, to LeBron. That was that was cute, bro.
3: Yeah, I was trying to get a couple of rise out of some people, and I, and I did. <laughs> uh,
1: for I anyone was who surprised. Did. I was like, "Just what? a
3: happy birthday to LeBron cool. James." You're wish happy. Did you do it
1: at midnight? Did you do the whole thing or not?
3: No, it was like an hour ago. In my opinion: <laughs> the greatest player of all time. It's a debate for another day. But the MJ crowd, and my, and a few of my friends who who we always go back and forth, uh, had a few things to say about that.
0: We are going to reach a point, I do believe, with 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 Williams, where it's not. It'll no longer make sense why he's not starting. Because I think he's every single time he's out there, his minutes are going to be the best big minutes, and we keep seeing it over and over again. I I, I think eventually it's just going to be a thing where you're like,
3: someday.
0: I think sooner than later. I I think there's such I think there's such a marked difference in his in his minutes versus the other guys right now. And again, each has had moments and decent games. And Thompson played well last game. I just think Williams' minutes. The Celtics have been at their best when he's on the floor almost every single time, eventually you're, you'll just see it. And that's just going to be the reality. You know, I, I understand there's still some residual concern over some of the stuff that he'd done in the past or some things that you think he doesn't do well, but they're just a better team with him on the court.
3: But like you, like you've been saying, it hasn't been that long since the playoffs, right? It's been a couple of months. What could have possibly changed to this extent for him to go from DNPCD in a in meaningful, you know, the most meaningful games of the season, when they needed productivity from that position, I don't how do you know. DNPCD to this guy needs to be starting and playing twenty-five to thirty minutes a game. Like, how do you go from that in the span of? Six games. We're talking like six games He's here. Just I don't
0: know, Jimmy. I don't know if it's a focus thing. I don't know if you guys see anything. He looks clearly more focused. He looks like the little things that would sometimes yeah, get
1: lost. The preseason, and then we were like, after those two games, we we're like, uh you guys see anything special with Rob? You know, it's. You're like, it's no. Sort of like, show me what you've been talking about. He, he, remember, he mentioned all of it. The playmaking, the, ring the media day. He was talking about how overall,
0: court savvy is better. Something and on, clicked. I don't know. Defensively, how many? And again, he had four blocks tonight. But he alters so many. He, I mean, again, he's going to get beat sometimes. But he, he, he changes a lot on both ends of the floor. It's, it's been, it's been amazing. My second question I want to ask is. Uh, And this will light up the chat board and everyone's going to freak out and say no, because as soon as you have something, you want to hold on to it forever. But does Rob Williams all of a sudden have trade value? Yes. Mm. Because you're looking, if you're looking, Uh, look, this is... This is Danny's game. You gotta, you gotta have some young assets. You want to be able to roll things up. You know, you want to package things together. To you, you take your TPE and maybe a talented younger player or two. Last year, everyone was saying, "Oh, you'll have to include Romeo in a trade," and then Romeo, you know, you don't have a chance to showcase Romeo. So Romeo is nothing but a potentially busted lottery pick until you see right. him do something. So right now, if Williams keeps playing like this, does he become an asset? And does he become somebody you start talking about dangling?
3: He does this year, and I'll tell you why. Other than him, I mean, we already know, based on how Brad talks about Neesmith, there's not going to be a whole lot of value there this year. I'm not saying that he's not going to ever have value, but if you want to if you want to add someone to this TPE, and I know everybody out there, every Celtics fan, thinks that they can get you know, the next James Harden in it with it, you do need to add assets to that. It's not going to be Romeo because he can't get on the court. There's no value there. And all of a sudden, you have this, you know, versatile. You have this center, this athletic center who can block shots, and you know he can go get up at the rim, and you know he's all of a sudden the most energetic guy in the court. Yeah, if, if I mean, does he have that much value this second? No, but if he continues at this pace for the next month and a half, absolutely he has value. I'm not saying go ahead and trade him for the next you know available guy in a trade, but absolutely he's he is now your most and here's the key word, tradable asset. Right? It's tradable asset. You obviously have assets in Tatum and Brown and and smart and if, whether or not your opinion on smart means he's tradable or not, but Robert Williams is a tradable asset or he yeah. becomes one
2: one of these centers and we talked about Tice's value a little bit yesterday they're so packed at the position right now and even think of Grant being the fourth man in line there if you know you consider him a center they have a ton there and they have a ton to offer in terms of those guys they're all on good contracts in terms of you know what other teams would want to see from production there in fact Tristan probably the line, is Bobby. the worst contract of the group there but you know there's still a ton of upside Dan Bobby this is the kind of center other teams want. You know, you see a guy like Clint Capella, what kind of value he got. It's that's very much like player. that. Yes. Um, so, like, there's a lot to love here if you have the teams. I guess the only thing I'll say is that 26 teams passed on him in the draft. So, you know, other teams have that How many teams passed on Pritchard? On nice, Christian one
3: was passed up by everybody and released, and now he just signed a $40 million deal.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, the, what, Robert Jeez, was, what Robert Williams was, what Robert Williams was, You know, (laughs) on draft night was out there, and I think we all got thrilled when the Celtics picked him. If we talk about another draft night, there weren't many boos out there that night because we knew at
0: that spot in the draft. Yeah,
2: we knew what he was made of. All all the downsides
0: were there too. Rob Williams, two firsts in the TPE for Harden. Who says no? (laughs) Kidding. Houston Rockets. (laughs) Everybody (laughs) relax. Everybody relax. Immediately (laughs) they would say no. Everyone.
2: he's not there yet. I I don't think Rob. I don't think Rob goes because you still kind of... It's tricky now because Tristan's here. So you've built up some sort of long-term um, really not know, situation with Tristan. But in last year when it was Tice, when it was <laughs> no. Robert and Grant, I, I still said, like, who's going to be that long-term player at center? And it looked like Rob was still heading in that direction. You only realistically need one, and then you can fill out the other one with role guys or you know draft another guy like that. You're not going to pay multiple guys long-term. So... Someone's moving this year. Is it Tice? Is it Rob? Maybe, I maybe not. But
0: again, now I mean, you're again. We're talking about you need something. You need
2: something to sweep. They need, they need a wing, like you know. We right, I mean, yeah, if you're uh, talking about Grant, but I think Rob,
1: if you if yeah. you just chip away, Robert Williams, though, you're taking away a lot from that front court, a lot of
0: size, and, and obviously we don't know what the next off season. You're is doing be it to improve somewhere else. It's just theoretical. It's just whether or not he has value, not whether that you. It's a move worth making because oh, you don't. No, I got you. Yeah, Side of yeah. it. Let's.
3: Let's yeah. not get ahead of ourselves. I mean, Robert Williams has still not really shown anything, uh, you yeah, know, on a, one, a, little, on a one-on-one situation, a uh,
0: you know, like I mean.
3: nowhere near where, he, you know, he needs to be in terms of, you know, star level or or anything like that. It, the the question is whether or not you can potentially get, go from getting nothing with the TPE to getting maybe something if you added him at I this point. I think Quinn
0: Capella is a phenomenal comp. In terms of the type of player, someone might think they could be getting in Williams.
2: Yeah, and he's staying. Thankfully, he's staying healthy the last year. Or so, yeah, ever yeah. uh, since that huge hip injury that knocked and him out, was
0: a guy that people wanted. You know, so like, yeah. I, I think that that's a that's an excellent comp. Uh, again, we, we what was we that gravity stat? Motion. Let's move on <laughs> to our boy uh, Peyton again. Um, Pritchett, Pritchett,
2: Pritchett. So he he kind of got this game going in the second again, like it was very similar to the fourth and against Indiana. Like he got out there with some of the starters. Rob was out there as well, and they just started gunning it. And And I think I think Tice was uh, in there at the beginning of that stretch. You saw him carving out that space and finding him underneath. Hit Tice a couple times for baskets down there. This passing, this dribbling into good positions for teammates. Still shining so bright with him, and he's a run starter. The last two nights. He turned games that were kind of close at those periods of time into blowouts, and you know, with him manning that bench unit, we might be able to start to talk about the Celtics bench as a strength on the team.
0: And so, I want to want to bring it up again. Because everyone's obsessed with starters, and again, we know that doesn't necessarily matter. But you know, trying to limit that too big lineup. We did talk about a the, theoretically them going to three guards, you know, um, and they did tonight with Teague moving in and. I could argue Pritchard ahead of Teague in that situation, though I actually thought Teague played well, uh, you know, in, in, in his minutes too. But Pritchard just obviously is a more dynamic all-around, you know, uh, 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 player right now than – <laughs> sure.
1: Point guard. Yeah, or guard. Yeah. No, I, you know what I like? I, I like them in the second quarter together. I, I think it was – yeah, they played cons- together. Yeah. Yeah, I think Teague and Pritch- Pritchard together in that second quarter – that's when you saw the defensive side of Teague, and then you also saw a bit of the playmaking side, right? He was looking for guys in the paint. He had a couple of nifty nifty passes in the paint, or crafty, if you will, Jimmy. Teague was <laughs> crafty. crafty yeah. Easy with that, though. Easy. easy
3: with that word.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I, I like those two Fighty? together. But, but but to your point, for the for someone that you need as a floor general, yeah, or or to control the offense, secondary playmaker. If he's a starter, Pritch is looking good, man. He's checking those boxes as as a, a point guard that the Celtics certainly need right now.
3: Don't put him in the starting lineup. Don't don't do that to him. I know you, I, I know somebody. Somebody in our in our group chat, I think it was John, said maybe toss the starting lineup. That's a little bit forced, overkill, putting him in a position. I now think where I said it
0: on the air last night.
3: Now he's Now it's like you're expecting something more out of him. Where right now it's kind of like you're pleasantly surprised and, and you and you're you're happy with the production you're getting, but now you're putting him in the starting lineup and yeah. I don't. I don't know. If, I don't know. If, if Jimmy, I, I overreact to
0: everything. Okay. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> good and the bad. Okay. That's
2: why he's in the well, top
0: level. I'm gonna go, man.
1: i gonna start talking about All Star. You know. I him. overreact to everything. Okay.
2: I, I'll say that's, this about Pritchard. That's a and good quality to have. <laughs> this, this is why I think it's important to have him on the bench. <laughs> good and can, bad. I'm not all negative. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm saying, Williams I'm off
3: the board. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's important. Three days ago, how bad is it that Pritchard is their fourth best? Player that was Joe now? Sway. He should start. He
2: should start. He should start. I love him. He should
0: start.
1: yeah, that was that was me though.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm gonna say it. this about him. What's important for him at some point to get to, and he's played quite a bit with Tatum and uh, you know Brown rotation here. If he can get those guys a few breathers per game, running some units, playing some point with those guys, uh, keeping them alive, which is why I think he's starting to show to do, especially in that second quarter against Indiana. Indiana was going on these runs against Boston. He would hit shots or find guys and just give them those pacing buckets to stay ahead, even if it's a one-point game. You're not losing the lead. You're not falling behind by multiple possessions when the, the benches are in the game there. And that's so important because – How often is Tatum, especially during the regular season, going to be going 40 minutes like we saw in that second Indiana game? You want to limit that. And You know, Pritchard early on has shown the ability to man these second units. And, you know, all of a sudden, maybe Tatum doesn't have to be out there with the second unit every time like he has. But maybe Brown can mix in there a little bit, play off of him. Or you can have neither of them and get both of them the rest in some circumstances. But limiting the amount of strain on Brown Tatum for the length of the 72 game stretch is going to be important. I mean, we thought Tatum might rest tonight. He's yep. out there rolling again.
0: I thought the thumb was bogus. That was just an excuse to have him play, have him not play.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I said that on the pregame. And he's out there rolling. And that's a good thing about these guys, Brown especially, they just shake off these injuries when they do get because them they're so they're all easily. 19. Yep. They, they're able to play the big minutes. Like, it's so Forever. important.
1: Yeah. I'm not too worried about them. Uh, i
3: will never not be 19. I'm not, I'm not worried too.
1: about the time. their their the minutes out there. I don't know. But uh, to your point. I'll
3: tell you what, I am worried.
1: You don't want them getting closer to 40, 40 minutes. But yeah. yeah.
0: Tatum was close last night.
3: Only injury report I was very concerned about seeing was Javante Green. Because is that a COVID situation? Is so that like the is that the entire yeah. team like possibly? I think it's infected? I think
1: it's
0: something in that it could be a wide spectrum of things. Yeah, that could be he had a he had the sniffles. That could yeah. be somebody he knows he got sick and went in. Cast. Yes. I think, yeah, I so think they that, had. They I had think this, if it's a positive test. There's no way everyone else can take the court because of close contact. So I I highly doubt that's what happened.
2: Yeah, right, you're right. you're talking about two things here. Either an inconclusive test, which again, like John said, if that was the scenario, they'd probably be holding off this game for a little bit. Maybe he got left behind in Indiana. That's a possibility. But uh, you know, Syracuse this year. Forever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: We'll see in the next, we'll see in the next plane, right?
2: Uh, this yeah. happened with Syracuse this year they, they do the contact tracing so extensively that guys who um even come into contact with positive cases can get left out of action for some amount of time So that's a possibility here too depending on how the NBA does it but you know with the whole health thing they're not letting out a lot about this and they call it the health report to even just stay away from that COVID term so who knows it could be a million different things yeah right
3: I don't want to say this, the trigger word you don't want to say it. get everybody all in a in a Busy. No, but
2: John's right. If there was like a real risk, he had COVID yesterday or two days. Yeah, it was yesterday. Right. They're probably not playing this game.
3: Well, you saw what happened with Houston. I mean, they took all those precautions, and you know, Wall sat, and everyone, everyone, every single guard sat. It looked like so. Uh, not every guard, but you know. He was, he was live just,
2: tweeting this but, game. What did he say? I think he said forty piece or something for Brown. It was funny. He was live tweeting from uh, oh, wherever he is. That is, it is. is yeah. it was. Javante. Really. Yeah, so who knows where he is, but he 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 was excited oh. about Brown's forty points.
3: Well, he's in good spirits at least. Richard Smart, <laughs> Brown, Tatum, Williams could be a I'm very effective
2: straight line. I, I love Green. Like he's a fun personality. We know how close he is to Tatum. Like I'm, I'm, you know, obviously we want to see something big happen over the off season, but I'm kind of glad he's back here. He's a cool story.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk. Uh, I got a comment here on I wrote to the NBA. Uh, in uh, extremely small sample size tonight, but at least he got on the court a little bit. I did like that one step back three, real quick release. That was a taste of what you can see. Um, there. He's still, I was getting so annoyed. I said we wasn't gonna mention this guy's name either, Carson Edwards. I you know, you did
3: say, yeah.
0: I did, but Can't I was getting so said. annoyed with Carson Edwards out there. <laughs> He's like just treating it like friggin' Vegas league. The first eight, <laughs> eight times he gets the ball, he just starts jacking him. I'm like, yeah, I was like, hey, this is again where Brad. Could Brad just say like, hey, I got to get the Rook some shots here. So get <laughs> here. Purdue <laughs> again. He just didn't touch the ball for the first, like, seven the, minutes he was in.
1: It's the Cleveland curse, man. He's like, I have to do it again. That's the only way they'll let me stay. I have to do it again. <laughs> like, I think, I think <laughs> just he can do, like, four threes in five minutes or, like, you know, whatever he can do to, to make headway so he can – whether it's Boston or somewhere else, you know, hey, that's the kid that hey. did the, uh, the three-point thing, right, two years in a row.
3: If I'm Edwards, I'm doing the same thing. When I get I get I get my few minutes in a blowout, I'm I'm putting up shots. And especially if they're going in, you damn well better believe I'm taking another one the next time down. So yeah. Neesmith will get there at some point. But I mean, it was good that he got got a little bit of burn tonight. Um, like you said, John, the quick release. That's what you want to see. I mean, that's the reason they drafted him, <laughs> right? Because they, they saw oh, that the hot Edwards day. looked hot Edwards looked better than NeSmith. He did. He did look better than Neesmith tonight. They should just release Neesmith then.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um, so he's just in a tough spot. Like we still, we still look (laughs) at it and I know he got the run tonight, but he's so far away from joining this rotation. It feels like, and we're going to keep asking the question. Mm -hmm. We're going to keep wondering. There's so many games, Bobby. That's why I think it's going to help. Like tonight felt like a night. I mean, geez, we
0: were talking about if Tatum sat, some people were, you know, there was a massive swell of start knee support on Twitter. Thinking the, the Celtics might go with half their lineup tonight, so there will be games. You've got a lot of bat. You got a lot of tight schedules where you're going to have to
2: injuries too. Yeah, be, and COVID I
0: situations. Love, they'll be trial by fire at some point. But what you just want to see is eight to ten minutes a game. Little spark. Just get some shots up. Just get, you got to get in the flow a little bit. I I don't want to see. You know what you don't want to see is garbage minutes only. You know yeah. you got to. He's got to get a little battle-tested, even in small doses.
3: I mean, if Twitter wants
0: That's what I would like. I assume, obviously, we trust that Brad knows what he's doing, but, I mean, that's what you... As as a fan and as a person who wants to see people who impatiently want to see a first-round pick develop or just see what they've got in that person, we all want to see that. I don't know if he's ready for it or not, but we want to see little doses of him along the way, not just this garbage time competing for shots with Carson Edwards bullshit. You know, like that, nothing gets accomplished right. there.
1: But well, we got Shoot one that nobody asked for. It's on the docket,
0: you know?
3: I mean, if yeah. Twitter if Twitter thinks that Smith should start, then, I mean, Brad should probably listen to Twitter because they were right on Yabusele. I mean, they, they would have started Yabusele every, every damn game of his career if it was up on Twitter, that, so... It's I mean, not. if they want Neesmith to start, then I don't know,
0: know, know if this was meant to be a compliment for Neesmith, but it isn't.
2: Yeah, that's not. That's <laughs> I don't think <laughs> that's, that's, that's even. I don't think that's even close. Not a compliment. <laughs> but without
1: the injuries. <laughs> I don't
3: even know what it means. Yeah, yeah. what does that
1: even mean? Yeah, now I'm looking at <laughs> the other side of it. I'm like, wait a minute.
3: <laughs> Zach, try again.
0: <laughs> yeah. you got unlimited tries down there. Um, <laughs>
2: You
0: you could trust Romeo in spurts last year. And in fact, you know, and it was mainly because defensively he looked, he was good. He was solid um, above all else, but. um,
2: Sorry to everything about this game tonight. So hard to take away. And what are we looking at again now with this Grizzlies team? (laughs) The same thing that happened with the Kings pick one year, they're, like a pretty competent mid-level team that gives the Celtics fourteen. That becomes this team Brooklyn is in trouble right now. Last year they're excellent with John Moran and this team looks like the worst team in the league right now for until further notice. So look out, the Grizzlies are going to be uh, taking their own lottery pick this year if this keeps rolling. To answer this question, I still
3: question. like their lineup. I still like their who, the players they have, though. I mean, they get Grayson and players, Allen, so
2: Tyus Jones, Kyle I Anderson. I I
3: hate Grayson Allen. I mean, <laughs> I'm need, tired need a him. couple
0: people back, though. The one thing I like about Grayson Allen is every time the like Celtics play them, I assume he and Marcus Smart have a fifty percent chance of fighting. Um, so, oh, like, I always <laughs> kind of look forward to that. He got
2: hurt tonight too. He went down. Um, <laughs> he got hurt.
0: Two, that's a good call, John. Those two are destined to go into a playoff series
2: against each other. Yeah, <laughs> be wild. I'll say two Dude, looking at that lineup by Desmond Grayson, Bain. Pretty good Grayson game. Grayson
3: Allen is – I don't know if there's any Game of Thrones fans in here, but Grayson Allen is Joffrey. Like he yeah. is literally Joffrey, and you yeah. just want to punch him in the face.
1: Yeah. Bob, yeah. are you picking this up or – What's that? No. Nope. I mean, <laughs> game of Thrones. That
2: got
0: no idea what that means. Nothing.
3: You're going to watch Game of Thrones? John, you watch Game of Thrones.
0: I, 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 Jimmy, I'm going to one-up you. I've read all the books twice. No, oh, no. guy, I'm that I'm that nerd.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so were you flipping through the pages in season? This never happened.
0: None of this yeah, he like dissects the movie. <laughs> I mean, I was was like, the this guy. doesn't
3: match up at all.
0: I was the guy you didn't want to talk to after season four. <laughs>
3: I'm glad I didn't. I'm very glad I didn't.
0: <laughs> when they just started making shit up.
3: I, Jimmy, <laughs> I gave it to I, like, I
0: fell asleep twice.
1: I said
2: this man. could be a new podcast, John and Jimmy oh, talking right. thrones <laughs> There well, was a was couple
0: one- fun p- podcasts about Game of Thrones. Actually, there was one guy who had read the books. Uh, no one's gonna understand the reference, but that was his angle. Was kind of like, uh, I'll tell you how close they came and sure. what worked and what representation. And that was kind of his 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 stick there. But yeah,
3: very. Uh, I was the
0: guy podcast. in the office to be like, Yeah, it was close to the. I was that annoying guy.
3: <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I did the opposite. I binged all seven. I binged all seven seasons. Like before season, I had never watched it. And I was so pumped for season eight. I was like, I can't believe I just wasted like a month straight of my life. Like I was cooking in the kitchen and like watching on my iPad trying to make sure I caught up in time. <laughs> all for like the worst ending of all time. But anyways.
0: It was pretty bad. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. I got to tell everybody about our situation here involving LinkedIn, LinkedIn our sponsor. Yes, um, of course, everybody needs jobs. Everybody likes jobs. Uh, LinkedIn's a good place to jobs go there.
3: Support. Yeah, LinkedIn's helping us already. And a lot of uh, people could use a job.
0: Um, so, so I
3: will say this before you read it. We already got a couple of uh, yeah. submissions to Bobby and Josue. Keep them coming. If you're interested in being an intern.
0: This is true.
3: Josue is taking
0: That's all power
2: applications. LinkedIn.
0: Well, I will say this. College students preferred it's uh, kind of awkward, so they know uh, journalism and communications majors, but we are, uh, we are accepting interns for the – uh, for the um, spring semester, Celtic specific interns, anyone who wants to work on this show. Yeah, guys um, or girls. Anyone who wants to- um, It's a
3: holiday. Maybe I'll get back to you. Sorry about that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> There's yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot of games. There's a lot of action. But let me just tell you guys about LinkedIn here. New make Year's here. Sure year Fresh start on your small business. Or if you're shifting business hours, trying to hire repo- remote employees, get a job. LinkedIn, obviously the place to go. Active community of professionals with more than 722 million members worldwide. Uh, getting started here easier than ever. New features to help you find qualified candidates quickly or, again, to find a job. Um, find a job,
3: find an employee.
0: Anything you want to do here, uh, you can do it on your mobile device. Um, so... Here's what we call a call to action in the business. You go to LinkedIn.com scribe, S-C-R-I-B-E, scribe, and get $50 off your first job post. It's LinkedIn.com scribe to get $50 off your 50 first plus. job post. Fi- a in, lot of
3: sales guys on in LinkedIn. Detroit, a lot of sales guys.
0: 50 bucks. No one's going to get that reference, but um, it. it's trading places. Bo Diddley in the pawn shop. I'm, I'm dating myself. It's pretty- Still don't get it. Yeah, that's all right.
3: I, here's,
1: here's something I need to see, though. It's, it's up there.
0: Trading Place is a phenomenal movie. I, like
1: four it, or five movies that you constantly hear, you guys see, you guys see, yeah, that's one of them. I always hear that
0: one. Yeah. I mean, early Eddie Murphy, the, the dude's like 23 and like the biggest star on the planet. You know, he was unreal. He was 21 oh, yeah. years old when he did 48 Hours. He's like he 20 on Saturday Night Live.
3: Coming to America? Coming to America. No, no, he was he was coming
0: the up. biggest star on the planet. He was like 24 years old. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. How young he was and how talented he was in those early in those early tra- <laughs> trading places. of yeah. must watch.
2: Anyway, yeah. um <laughs> America, the classic though. Oh, that actually that all that. of it. Washington football team coming Everybody to fruition after that was one of the funniest things ever. Yeah. yeah. Um.
0: So we're gonna wrap.
3: I'm more it, about like the Nutty Professor Eddie Murphy type guy. Yeah.
2: The early stuff
0: was unreal. Uh. Anyway, it's all good. Uh. We're gonna wrap it up. We got more games coming up, but this is our last game of 2020. We oh, freaking made it. Um. So thank you to everybody who um, stuck with us through this stuff. It was a crazy
2: year. When did we start? Uh, We were like, uh, you know, July, August, we got this going. So half the year we were rolling.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, not only the momentum on the show, but CLNS Media and what we're trying to do and bring to the viewers at home uh, here covering the Celtics, covering the Patriots, all of our podcasts, all of our content. There's only going to be more in the new year. Um, So we're honestly just getting started. The Celtics season is just getting started. This show is really just getting started. Um, So we're going to keep it rolling into the new year and beyond. So tell your friends, subscribe to our YouTube channels. Go there after the games. You're going to see post-game press conferences, more video mashups. Uh, There'll be stuff going on throughout the week. Uh, Patriots coverage, too, if you're into that stuff. The Celtics, we have our own Celtics YouTube channel in addition to our main channel uh, where you can get all the goods here. So subscribe to all of those. Send your resumes to Bobby Manning uh, (laughs) directly. Celtics, you want to work Want to work on the Celtics broadcast? We would love to have you. But again, thanks for watching. Uh for Jimmy Toscano, Joe Sweepavone, guys. Happy New Year message for everybody. Happy you got anything New Happy New Year. New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year, guys. Happy we will New s- Year's. We will see you on New Year's, right? Detroit, January 1st. So back, oh, right. yeah. right back at it. Day one. Right back at Detroit. it. Detroit. See y'all. This episode is made possible by PWC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's
1: all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com.